inspiration, success stories, expert advice, strategies, new ideas, and amazing conversations. Everything you need to become a great speaker. This is Oscar Santolaya, and welcome to Time to Shine. Hello, and thank you for joining today this show. I always have the pleasure to talk with great people and experts all over the world. And the last two episodes I had talked with in New York, in London, and today we're going to other part of the world. We are talking with an amazing guest in Sydney, Australia. And the topic today is about what are the latest trends in presentation design. We have a real great expert for that. So let me introduce you. Emma Bannister. Emma Bannister is Australia's leading presentation expert. Like you, Emma has seen the shift in the culture of presentations over the years. Endless bullet points don't engage audiences. With over two decades of visual design experience and 10 years as founder and CEO at Presentation Studio, Bannister's view is radically different. Passionate that powerful presentations consist of more than just visual design, she teaches a new way of thinking, visual thinking. Hello, Emma. Hi, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure having you here, Emma. Very welcome to the show. I have read on your website a bit how you, how you started in, in your company that you created presentation studio and, and all this war about presentation design and definitely you have a really fascinating story to tell us could you tell us this story about how you started sure i can um so i've, I've always i was a graphic designer from a very early age i've always been really passionate about um, design and creativity and when i finished my um Sort of education. I went off to work as a graphic designer for the banks in London, and I worked for Deutsche Bank, a, a German bank, and they had um, very strict guidelines around what I could and couldn't do. And I was always trying to push the creativity of what I was doing. Um, and and as part of my role, it was to create presentations for fund managers. And as I um, learned more about PowerPoints, I really understood the. The, the sort of power of visual design in presentations and how so many people were doing it badly. And then in 2002, I got really tired and cold of London life, mm -hmm. moved to sunny Australia. <laughs> and, and it was really through the work that I was doing, I then started to work for a research company doing again more, more presentations. And And I really identified the demand around me of people who wanted um, help with their presentations. Then in 2006, I had my first daughter and mm -hmm. started to freelance to provide my services. And, and then the business grew from me being a consultant designer to um, needing extra people on board to help me, to, 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 to help more people. And that has grown. We've now got 26 staff. Time. And my focus has now shifted into raising awareness of what works and how everyone that I meet can improve their presentations and connect with their audience better. Mm -hmm. Well, excellent. You said uh, 27 uh, 
persons working with you on your company. Yeah. Yeah, that's a wow. That's a really big thing uh, from just starting as a independent consult consultant. Exactly. It's taken ten years. And yeah. <laughs> so it, it didn't happen overnight, and there's been lots of learnings along mm. the way. Of, um, and you know, I mean, I've gone from being a graphic designer, really happy to hide behind my computer screen, to now managing, leading, and growing a team of people and, and making sure they're happy on a daily basis doing what they love doing as well. Awesome. And so you are from London or from the UK? Yes, originally, yes. I grew up in London and um, moved to Australia in 2002. <laughs> It's a warmer place. Eh? But you go from time to time to London. Yes, yes that you was do. the plan. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. As we are going to discuss today the latest trends in presentation, I would like to, in order to give some more perspective, so what was before, I don't know how, how long before you can talk about, but could you tell us a bit of the historical evolution of what we call today as a presentation? Sure. I mean, when I think of where presentations used to be, um, Uh, in my lifetime anyway, I imagine uh, professors standing at the front of a room reciting sentences off a blackboard or projectors. And, and the overhead. The focus, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, the overhead projectors with the acetates. And, <laughs> um, and the focus was very much on, listen to me, I'm the expert, I'm the hero, and, and you know, everyone was falling asleep and disengaged and bored. And, and I think that Now, the evolution is that we are all coming around to the fact that actually the audience is the hero mm -hmm. and um, it's around the speaker is there to inform but help the audience understand and act on what they're saying so that they influence enough to sort of drive action from the audience. And that the expectation is a lot higher now in terms mm -hmm. of the information that the speaker delivers. Mm -hmm. And what about, for instance, the the tools that have been used through the throughout the years? Yeah, I mean the the tools have definitely evolved. So if we if we think of you know story, the the, the ability of storytelling over the years has always been a very visual thing. So we've sort of mm -hmm. obviously started communicating visuals through um, like cavemen drawing on the walls and telling our story that way, and then. Um, now we've evolved into uh, more technology. Uh, we have the computers, PowerPoint, Prezi, all the new sort of software that we have. But it doesn't particularly mean that the presentations are better unless mm -hmm. we really evolve the information that we're providing to our audiences. Mm -hmm. How could you describe, for instance, today, if you, I'm sure you attend many um, meetings, conferences where many people are having also watching many presentations, not, not just when you go to, uh, to teach, to train, but you just go to attend some conference, I guess, or watch on, on, on internet. How could you describe today, uh, let's say a typical presentation that we, we see? I go to so many conferences or business meetings and I think that um, 
they range still so so much in terms of um, mm-hmm. that really understand and are able to communicate effectively. And so I still see a real range. But for me, what I do is advocate and encourage what I see as the benchmark, so what's good. Mm-hmm. I, I, I recommend that presentations should be much shorter, and I think they are becoming shorter. So ideally mm-hmm. 20 to 40 minutes in length um, and also that presentations having that um, clearer objective. So whether it's selling to their audience or sharing results or, or education, um, they're, they're much clearer in the reason for the presentation. And also um, having a much clearer message so that the audience can understand what they're meant to do after the presentation, what the call to action is. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, the difference I see now is that uh, good speakers are much better at keeping everyone engaged and interacting with them. So they're not just standing there like the professors were mm-hmm. at the front of the classroom, but actually delivering information that... Um, people can um, actually get from the speaker. So the speaker's not just narrating um, to everyone. Like if there is lots of information, then they should share that before the meeting um, so that the actual meeting can be more of a brainstorm and, mm-hmm. and sort of together. So you already observed today that there is um, um, uh, people is understanding is getting more mainstream or um, uh, the evolution that... The presentations are, are more engaging, so you see the, dif- the difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There is definitely a shift happening, mm-hmm. and um, you know it's baby steps. So we'll mm-hmm. we'll work. With some of our clients we can see they're much more evolved than others, and sure. other people are really fresh. And they were like, "I understand this. How can I convince everybody else in my team or around me this?" And and all I recommend is it's baby steps. You can't mm. teach new tricks completely overnight exactly yes um, and and then the evolution starts to happen but yes i can see it starting already mm-hmm. yeah of course you say you cannot change overnight but it's important that uh yeah some people that you are already working with they they know the importance of this so they uh, this change of mindset is so important i'm sure you also work on that exactly and and also when people see what works and understand mm-hmm. That it works, especially if money's involved. Suddenly, they mm-hmm. suddenly get sure. suddenly <laughs> realize that their competitors might be doing something completely amazing, and then they're they're more interested in getting it right. <laughs> yeah, because it, it, as you said, when money is involved, because it just it's uh, beyond just uh, my ego. I'm I'm doing a good presentation or not, but also. I'm winning or losing a deal. No, that's <laughs> a big incentive already so could you now tell us uh, what are these latest trends in presentation design what's what are the things we can use today so i think that there's some two core trends that um i can identify and for those it's um, around the words and the content um as well as then the visuals so i if i sort of spoke about the two separately mm-hmm. Content is um, is so important to a presentation, and storytelling is a really core trend right now. You know, it's very fashionable. All the agencies and um, people around me and businesses are talking about storytelling and 
lots of research demonstrates mm-hmm. how um, using a story to relate and connect with your audience helps them to remember and understand. And like I shared earlier, the story of how I grew Presentation Studio, I share that mm-hmm. story often, plus, plus others, and it really helps people connect with who you are. Um, and when I attend presentations and conferences, the, the speakers I remember the most are the ones who have also shared their stories or metaphors that you can actually visualise um, and, and help you connect with them. So I think storytelling definitely a major trend in presentations right now. Um, the other area, of course, which is my passion, is the design. Um, and so with, with graphic design over the over recent years we've seen like a shift from basic design that everyone was doing which was really around um, traditional illustrations so moving from real images to flat design so uh, as an example you know on a on a iphone apple's visuals were real traditional images of like maybe a bookcase and then they've Mm -hmm. shifted traditional image to a flat design of just like a flat color block behind um so that that evolution happened a few years ago but now within presentation design we're seeing that shift from sort of 3d textures and bevel designs to simplified icons and images and more recently those um flat designs have evolved even more to we're seeing lots more sh- shadows and gradient effect gradient effects mm-hmm. coming in. So um, it's not just that completely flat design. It's much more. There's a bit more detail to it, um, and gradients. So we're seeing a lot of our designers are using gradient effects across over the top of stuff again, over the top of images, and creating much more depth in um, the designs. The other thing I'm seeing a lot of are geometric shapes and colours. So um, really angular designs, still quite flat um, and solid colours, but very angular polygon kind of shapes and backgrounds and stuff. So that's um, quite a trend as well. For for us, we work a lot with business brand guidelines. So it's Mm. always, uh, you've always got to maintain that and there's a risk with presentation design that you get too trendy and you know and using <laughs> trendy colors and typography and, and then if your audience has to really work to understand it um, then that's not a good presentation so simplicity in presentation design is, is really important um, and, and I think what's really important is for everyone who's designing slides to remember that you're designing to support the speaker and not confuse and make noise. Mm-hmm. Um, the other trends around the visuals, so the imagery has changed. Uh, we we obviously spend a lot of time sourcing relevant, beautiful photography that um, helps support the presentation. And there's that shift that's starting to happen that's moved from, you know, perfect people on perfect polished white backgrounds with you know, really shiny white teeth and very photoshopped <laughs> to now much more natural imagery like um, like you took the photo on the weekend, you know, mm-hmm. kids covered in mud or Instagram style shots or snap Snapchatty sort of things, you know, people that are much more about story um, telling in a personal way 
you know, it could have been, could be your friend mm, as exactly. well. Yeah. Much more than that perfect model. Mm -hmm. uh, so we're seeing a lot of that and, and very personal stuff. Also uh, an increase in video. So uh, the, a few years ago, it used to be, oh, I've got a YouTube video. Everyone sit down and we're going to look at a video. And now it's much more integrating video into your presentation in the way that we use photos. So maybe something really subtle in a video, subtle movements that almost catches your eye or just a very, like maybe a picture of a face and then suddenly that face will blink. But it's a video. So people go, oh, that's a video I didn't realize as opposed to it being a static picture. So starting to see that um, and really close-up imagery so um, we when in here we will do a search for macro images which will bring up really really close shots or that you're just so big and high resolution that you can just reach out and touch them and I think what that does is it really shows that um, connection with the audience and like they just want to reach out and touch it which makes much more of a sensual response and then we'll, and then obviously when you have um, those sorts of things engaged in your audience then they're going to remember a lot more and every, everything you're doing in your presentation design is around helping your audience relate and remember what you've said so I think those are some of the core um, design thing features that we're seeing come through in terms of illustrations and then the visuals that are being used in presentations Oh, definitely. There's a, there's a lot. And also, a lot of it's related to the design itself. But there are many things. Yeah, it sounds really new to me. Or I still have not noticed in many presentations. Yeah, it's what, I mean, it's what we're seeing in this stuff that as I walk around the studio and I see um, our designers creating it, I find it so exciting <laughs> because I see things that when you give um, people that bit of creative freedom and time and they're able to create some amazing effects mm. and still using PowerPoint. So mm -hmm. simple animations of maybe bringing forward a person in a shot and then um, animating softly the background out to go into a blur, you get like a video effect almost. And those are the kind of features that um, audiences love and they're quite easy to produce. So. Mm -hmm. Exciting. Yeah, I can see <laughs> you might be very excited about this, um, the quality and the impact of this presentation you you can really design. Okay, co coming back to your your first point was about content and especially storytelling. Storytelling is indeed, as you say, is, um, is coming to the mainstream. People are really getting interested on that. There are more research on that. And what uh, what would you recommend if someone wants to learn more storytelling? But the what is the best way to get started? The, the best thing about storytelling is when you um, are very authentic and genuine in your story, and and that it really comes from you, so that your mm -hmm. passion and the uniqueness of you can come through, and obviously make it really believable. But then that does have to link back to um, the point that you're making. Mm -hmm. 
but not in a, a I also think it's really important for for speakers to not say I'm going to tell you a story as though mm-hmm. everyone's going to sit down and listen <laughs> to your story. it's got to be integrated integrated into your yes presentation um, and to make it seem quite natural there's um, I think the the point of developing the structure of your presentation is really important to be clear on the objective um, and and your message and then as as you make those messages using telling stories to help reinforce that point is um, obviously going to really help. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, storytelling is is you have to take early when you are in the first phases of designing the presentation. So what is going to be, you have your first ideas. So you, you already use a storytelling there. Yeah. I mean, what we do when we, when we write presentations is that we'll have a kind of a little workshop on, on what, um, what things need to be included and the why of the presentation. Mm-hmm. And actually then we'll just write a bit of a story about the whole overall, um, presentation um, just on paper and then that will then get split up into how it can be visualized so there, there's lots of ways of doing it but um, that's that's one of the ways that we work um, so that then the visual story can be told as well through the presentation yes and you mentioned in for the second part for the visuals that for the designers can do really amazing things with simple tools such as just uh, PowerPoint. It's a, we can do something very simple or very advanced with that tool. Could you tell us a bit about the, um, the trends in tools or in technology, something recent? Sure. I mean, um, technology obviously is evolving rapidly around us and, and PowerPoint is one of the ones that's changed most actually since I've started mm-hmm. working at It's, what, 25 years old now, PowerPoint. And um, uh, I think it's far more of a multimedia tool. Mm. Um, you know, we can now add our own voiceovers and animations and everything. So it's it's like a, it's one of the most amazing um, pieces of technology out there. But it using, whether it's PowerPoint or Prezi, it, it doesn't actually um, change the delivery. So mm-hmm. I don't think whilst all the technology and everything has evolved, um, especially like since we were cavemen, like I started saying, um, <laughs> that's not the problem. Um, the problem is thinking about the message and, and all those things. And as we evolve even more with technology, if we look at things like virtual reality, there's a real danger that the technology will be more of a distraction um, mm. and that people use technology for technology's sake and that That, that distraction won't help people understand or engage with you um, and, and won't enhance what you're saying at all. So I think that whatever technology we use has to be there to help with the very core objective as opposed to, hey, guys, look, I'm using this amazing technology. Mm-hmm. Everyone can't hear me. <laughs> Which is the danger. I mean, um, Mark Zuckerberg, he used um, virtual reality in one of his presentations recently, and I think that's... I think there's some really exciting um, grounds to be made in virtual reality and the ability to tell stories and visually immerse people in that experience. It's going to be incredible. But we have to be clear on the message and the reason for using it. 
Yeah, absolutely. And now, for instance, you have told us so, so many these of new trends, both in the content and in the design, especially design, you have explained quite a lot of very interesting things. Also, within technology, what about if someone who is, um, is aware that he or she can do much better in their presentations wants to start putting these things in practice, but might feel, oh, there are so many. Um, I don't know about design or I don't know how to get started. What will be your piece of advice? How to get started? Someone who really wants to put their presentation in a much better level. Yeah, there's, um, there's a few places to go. Obviously, the more you practice, the better you'll get in any, in any software. I think PowerPoint is, is a really good place to start. Uh, sites like lynda.com, they are great training sites to actually teach people the basic tools of Illustrator, Photo. Mm-hmm. If you can get those basics learned, then really it's around being um, aware of latest presentation trends. There's a website called canva.com uh, where one mm-hmm. of the Canva experts and that's C-A-N-V-A dot com. And they have fantastic resources of um, other examples of design trends as well, mm-hmm. um, illustrations that you can pick up and adapt and use yourself. I think a lot of people have a really good design eye. Like I know I do. I can recognize what looks good, but my skills now, I don't think anyone would let me near a presentation to design because <laughs> I haven't done it. So it is about keeping mm. current in terms of the design trend and you sites like Linda and Canva to actually get in there and, and keep working. But there's also um, a site called presentationguru.com, which is the site that I um, am part of. So we're a, we're a group of experts and speakers, writers, designers, and we've all joined forces to create this website that is basically a forum for everyone to who is interested in how to improve their presentations to go there and um, get the resources and tools to help with their presentations. And that might be design, um, some of the stuff I write is on from a visual angle, but then also um, we have speakers there as well and, and writers. So that mm-hmm. would be where I yeah, thanks for that. Actually, it's, co- it's correct. The resources and, and websites you have mentioned, and all of them had really great, uh, great resources. Um, Emma, could you now share with us what is your favorite quotation? I can, yes. Um, <laughs> so, uh, one of the um, one of my favorite books actually um, is The Little Prince, mm-hmm. and. So my quote is actually from that book, um, which is, grown-ups never understand anything by themselves, and it is tiresome for children to always and forever explain things to them. <laughs> to be always explaining things. Oh, I'm going to say that again. Um, so my, my favorite quote is actually from that book, grown-ups never understand anything by themselves. And it is tiresome for children to be always and forever explaining things to them. And I just love that quote because it makes me think of my children and how they just see things in a simple way. And I think adults sometimes just make everything very complicated. And that's 
So sometimes your your children had to explain you some things. <laughs> oh, they do. You know, they they explain to me the important things in life, and that's pretty much cuddles and yeah, and keeping it simple. So yes. Oh, it's a just a, it's a beautiful quote. I think. Thanks for sharing that. Could you now share with us a book that has been particularly inspiring or influential for you? The, the, the book I was going to say is The Little Prince because it, it really okay. is an inspirational book and it, um, it is such a visual book but also mm -hmm. very simple with great messaging and great quotes all the way through it. So I think whether it's uh, as an adult reading it to your children or just reading it for your own benefit, I think it's beautiful and, and I just love that. From a personal point of view, I think also from a, a design point of view, uh, there are some wonderful books around. I've, I've been a great fan of Nancy Duarte and, mm -hmm. and her series of books. I think from a presentation design point of view, it's a really, really good starting point to understand the basics through Slideology Resonate and also her latest one as well. Mm -hmm. It's uh, Illuminate, right? Illuminate, yes, thank you, sorry. Exactly. <laughs> I still haven't read that. Oh. <laughs> oh, no, I've read it, it's good. It's, it's, it talks uh, lots about storytelling, actually, and uh -huh. um, the structuring of presentations as well as symbols and ceremonies, so it's a great book, great read. All right, excellent. Yeah, definitely also, as you said, um, The Little Prince also uh, an amazing book. I read it many, many years ago, so I think I should read it again. It's not so, it's not that long actually. And it's inspiring both the, the content, the storytelling and this illustration that, uh, Saint Exupery draw himself. Yes. Yes. And, and I just love his, he's fantastic. So yeah. <laughs> Emma, now could you share with us an exercise, something practical that you recommend to us doing daily or weekly? A routine to shine. Well, something I think in addition to um, checking out Presentation Guru because uh, we feature some fantastic um, support for speakers in there on a weekly basis, but also um, what I do daily and I find it so helpful for me as a person is to I meditate and I find that that just gives me that balance that I need to then refocus and recharge. And, and that would be my top tip, just to take 10 minutes and just take that time to relax and um, then focus on what you need for the rest of the day to get that energy. And that's what I do. Mm -hmm. So meditate early in the morning. Yeah, or, but also later in the afternoon. So we actually um, have yoga and meditation sessions in our um, conference room and anyone <laughs> wow. can just duck in and do it. And it gives you a real energy boost. So um, I think that it's a really great thing to try and bring into the office as well, not just leave it for the first thing in the morning. Although doing that before you check online is also a good idea. I'm, I'm still working on that though. <laughs> Emma, thank you very much for this interview. It was really uh, fantastic hearing all your uh, your storytelling, all this latest training in presentation, uh, also about the, a lot of design and with this passion that you show when you talk about all this. Could you finally 
tell us how we can uh, learn more about you, follow you. What are the best ways? Fantastic. Yes. Oh, look, it's been a real pleasure. And it's something I'm so passionate about because my passion is to really transform the um, how companies present and how people present because it is so important for us to be able to commun communicate in an effective way and using visuals is such an, uh, an easy way to do that so people can understand. Um, you can connect with me on Twitter and Facebook at Emma B Presents and also my company is presentationstudio.com and I'd love to connect with everyone. Fantastic. Thanks a lot, Emma, again, and I wish you all the best. Thanks, Oscar. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Did you like it? Please subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Stitcher, or visit us at timetoshinepodcast.com. Until next time, 